Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How are you going to allow your assistants to coach? Well, I'm not. That's the thing. I'm going, oh. They're going to listen to me. I'm going to mm-hmm. do everything. They step out of line. Well, they can get to stepping. Okay. Mm-hmm. All football. Right. Yeah, football. Ignites my soul. Football. It, it ignites my soul. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could say all the stuff we were saying. Oh, man. Break. Yeah. I yeah. Just, just him trying to relate like to, to today's player. <laughs> I don't want to say. Boss, man, what were you doing last night? Yeah, you mm. hanging out with Brandon Chicken? <laughs> what were you doing? Mm-hmm. What, you smelling like that mm-hmm. marijuana all the time? Mm-hmm. Huh? Drinking that devil juice. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you, what's that? What's that? Is that blue Gatorade? Is that Alizé? <laughs> <laughs> you think you can get that? All right, it's blue Gatorade. But next time. That don't smell like none of that old day toilet. Smell like that perfume. Where were you? That smell like Jennifer. What is that smell? What you doing? I told you. Don't mess around. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with them cheerleaders. <laughs> Need to be in that playbook. I'm gonna call your mama. Yeah, I got her on the phone right now. Look, <laughs> it says your mama in my phone. Miss uh, <laughs> M- M- Woodson, Rod tripping over here. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna leave that program when he finds out they're the Sun Devils. <laughs> Rod Woodson. <laughs> well, ain't this some stuff? <laughs> now Ray, you I, Ray, you ain't tapping up by no devils. Uh, now I get it. <laughs> Y'all touched by evil. <laughs> anyway, all right, we'll move on to another topic. That's why they brought him in to save souls, man. <laughs> devils Digest, huh? Oh, okay. I love that. Like the, oh, okay, fine. Oh, devils Digest. Okay, I, I see what's going on. Uh, yeah. yeah, we good. Yeah, a bunch of animals. A bunch of criminals. <laughs> Media. Oh, okay. Devil Dodgers. Oh, I'm going to lay hands on y'all. Now you're going to make me speak in tongues now. I didn't want to do that. Coach, can you tell us what you said at halftime to your team? Well, it got up in me in the halftime, you know, when I was... I was touched, so I said, that's what I said. And then I think it resonated. I think it did. But I don't know with these kids anymore, man. I don't know. Now, Coach, not every kid on that roster follows the faith as you do. Uh, so what's going to be your approach with those who are not a lot of men, uh, young men of the cloth? A lot of adult baptisms. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> We're going to change that thing around. Baladu. Salabadalaka. Uh, coach, could you repeat that? You heard me. How you spell that, Coach? Go back. You got them tape recorders. Go back. Okay? Back back when there's only two newspapers. They had a pen and paper. They missed nothing, I said. You, know, you got all that fancy equipment. Go fix it. Go rewind. Rewind oh, that. Man. 
I used to see the players coming out at first, me. <laughs> hey, woof. <laughs> Yo, what you, what, uh, what you think, man? <laughs> what you think? Uh, I'm going to give him a chance. But no, damn, I'm transferring. <laughs> <laughs> where you going? Where, hey, hey, where you going? Where you going? <laughs> gonna be a wildcat <laughs> what's that mean <laughs> gonna live in the woods and eat people garbage uh so yesterday mikey b he had a premonition yeah. as he was driving it our producer mike is a giants fan he drives past where the giants and the jets play metlife stadium every morning and yesterday morning he knew ben mcadoo was going to be fired he didn't say anything about Jerry Reese, but he said that Ben McAdoo was going to be fired because of what again, Mike? Fog. <laughs> fog. <laughs> there was a fog that was on yep, the building. Fog. Mm. fog was on the building. And do you feel vindicated this morning after we made fun of you for this take that it was indeed, you? I mean, you were right about it. Ben McAdoo was indeed fired. Correct. I yeah. feel fine. I knew it was coming. You can make fun of me all you want. <laughs> because you've been driving by that stadium for a year and a half now. That's correct. And there's never been any fog when you've driven by. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. Maybe on to something. You mm-hmm. got to start doing this now. Any any other sign that you see while you're driving in, you got to let us know, all right? Because this you one worked. It. We got to see your conversion rate now. All right? I missed one yesterday. Oh, did you? I broke a... um. I don't know what to call it, a net ceramic, I don't know, it's this thing I made when I was like 10. Okay. I, I dropped it, and it shattered, and the net's still one. You made a net ceramic thing when you were 10 years old? Some arts and, cra- and, arts and crafts when I was 10. And I you made still it have it? Yeah, oh, yeah. But what do you do with it? I look at it. <laughs> you have it displayed in your house? Oh, yes. Mm. All of my art is out for display. <laughs> I, I took it back from my parents' house over Thanksgiving. It was laying around. I thought it was fun. So oh. you thought by shattering it, it would uh, be an ominous sign for I your nets? Sh- I didn't mean I to I understand it. you didn't mean it was an accident, but you thought it would be an ominous sign for your nets. Yes, correct. Okay, and it wasn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> they won. Uh-huh. So you were just one for two I'm yesterday. one for yeah. two, yeah, mm. 50%. So, so right. Don't put it back together, all right, Humpty Dumpty? So it was a an odd day for the Giants. They went ahead and fired both the general manager and the head coach, GM Jerry Reese and Ben McAdoo. And I think the more interesting conversation is what's next for the Giants. But just to put a ball on what happened yesterday, it happened just like an hour or so after we were off the air. But So John Mara basically said that it was about the wins and losses. That was the reason why. And even though everybody speculated about Eli Manning and that situation, that's why Ben McAdoo was fired at this point. He said it had nothing to do with that. I was actually happy to hear that, whether he was lying or he was telling the truth, because he was so much involved with that decision that he couldn't sit up there and tell people in good faith that the Eli Manning, and I'm putting in air quotes, benching was the reason why Ben McAdoo got fired because he signed Mm -hmm. off on all of it, and he admitted that he signed off on all of it. So uh, basically I think it was just a terrible season and a guy who looked like he was in over his head. And something that also came out of that press conference with John Mara, the owner of the Giants, said was, I'm very conscious that we've got three more home games. Right. So that is the reason why it happened now because it just spun so out of control that you're going to have 
banners and billboards and everything else at the game. He doesn't need that stuff if he was confident to make a decision at the end of the year. Well, we've seen him now twice give in to the pressure of the fans, and I understand they're the ones that that uh, that, that pay the freight. Uh, we saw it with the Colin Kaepernick situation. With now we've seen it with his head coach Ben McAdoo. Because if this is how you felt and this is the the direction you were leaning, you could have done this weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Why why wait till these last three home games? I, I would think Giants fans would still show up for the Cowboys coming in here. One, you have a ton of Cowboy fans that live in the New York City area. They're going to show up. That stadium would be packed for that ball game, uh, un- regardless of the record of the Giants right now. Uh, so uh, I, you, you could have waited till after that ball game and, and then done it, or, or you could have done it weeks prior. Uh, so I don't understand why right now. And then listening to his press conference, uh, he, he he tried to not do it, but he, he, by ending his, conf- his press conference with the, this is all on me, it, it, the buck stops here. But he basically laid the blame at the feet of his head coach as far as the decision to sit Eli. We discussed it. I said, go do it. But yet, I didn't have. We didn't have uh, a, uh, I guess, a sit-down, robust discussion about how to handle that situation. And I guess uh, he felt, uh, John Mara felt that uh, he didn't need to. I got a head coach. You should know how to handle that situation. You should know how to go and go out and sell it to the press. But uh, he was ill-equipped. Uh, ben McAdoo was ill-equipped to discuss this in the right fashion and manner with Eli. So we had what we had there last week, which was a mm show. Uh, and, and so he, he kind of tried to direct or project some of the blame towards his head coach. Yeah, and I think that fans these days, and we've seen it in two separate examples, high-profile examples, Tennessee and now with the Giants, fans have more power than they've ever had. And it's because of media listening to them, more voices out there, social media. There's more influence that's happening now from fans than there ever was. And I think that, especially when it comes to the NFL, they're super conscious of people not wanting to show up to games and the expense that these personal seat licenses are and going to games and had schlepping to a place and the parking and everything else. I think owners are saying, we're asking a lot from our fans, and if we're doing a lot of things that are ticking them off, we really need to listen to them. So I think that fans have an opportunity more than ever to be heard. I mean, usually it was just like to – you'd get like an appease meeting at some point. Like the season ticket holders will get a little luncheon or something, (laughs) or maybe they can, you know, uh, have batting practice here or there, you know, for a baseball team, whatever it would be. But now it's like, okay, you don't like something and you're loud enough about it, like you're going to get what you want. And I don't think it's going to happen everywhere because there's going to be more people out there that stand by their convictions more than we saw at Tennessee and with the Giants. So if you like actually have a set, you know, maybe you'll actually stick to the things you believe in as opposed to caving like cowards anytime someone gets angry at you. However, um, I do think that fans have a little bit of – well, much more power than they ever used to. Right? Yeah, uh, you you could say that. I think it's it uh, depends on the situation and, and the locale and which team we're talking about, and and it, as how much uh, power they do possess. And the Giants weren't one of those places that I would say would be on the top of that list where the fans would be able to pull something like this off. But I think that they did. Well, I think John Mary was leaning this way. 
He and Steve Well, he's going to do it at the end of the year. Yeah. But the fact that it happened now, I think, was solely based on fan reaction. And, right. Well, okay, you had a team that went on the road. They started a, a different quarterback, and they weren't uh, thrashed in that ball game versus the Raiders. They had an opportunity to win the ball game. Now, if they'd gone out and embarrassed themselves in that ball game, I could see him say, okay, enough is enough. I'm making this move right now. But the fact that they were competitive, and yet he still – uh, saw fit to 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 do it now is it, interesting. Uh, I'll, I'll say it, you know. Again, I, the Cowboys coming in here, that place is going to be packed, whether Ben McAdoo was on the sidelines or not. Yeah, and, and Eli Manning starting again is just the most counterproductive yeah, thing in the world. This looks like crazy. you should have. Like if you're telling me now, because I just assumed that Davis Webb was ready enough to play if they were going to go ahead and do this. Like, okay, we'll give Geno a look, then we'll give Davis Webb. A look, and then that's why we're going to determine this. But apparently, it seems like the messages that they're sending that Davis Webb is not ready to play. So, then why even engage in getting these guys a look if he's not ready to play? Like to put Eli Manning in now, it, now it's so you'd, you'd have to basically commit to him as a starter for the rest of the year. The streak is now over, and then you have to bring him back now next year. So, if you're telling me that you were swayed that much from where you were on about looking at these quarterbacks, swayed that much by what other people said about what you should be doing now that you're going to listen to them and now stick with Eli Manning, then I got no respect for you. Right. I mean, you know what? If you're, you're that bad, yeah, you're playing the Cowboys. I understand it's a rival. I don't care. If Davis Webb is god-awful, at least throw him out there in the game. What does it matter at this point? Uh, and fans will accept that because he's the young quarterback. Yeah, a week ago you were selling us on the on the notion that uh, you needed to see what you were working with, uh, uh, whether or not you need to address this position going into next year's draft and, and, and free agency, and now you're doing about face and say, okay, Eli's back in there. Which one is it? Either you're turning an eye to the future or you're going to stick with the status quo. I don't get that. All of a sudden, five, six days later, okay, Eli, you're back in good graces. Uh, It wasn't about Eli in the beginning anyway. For you, you wanted to see what the organization needed to do moving forward. You wanted to get a good look at these guys. Get them in games now. And all of a sudden, you fire the head coach, and now you're going to reverse what you started last week. John Mara, I think, has done an amazing job at times as the football side of that ownership. But right now, he's a mess. He mishandled the Coughlin situation. He somehow, I mean, I know that Coughlin still wanted to coach, and sometimes those things are messy, but he did it in such a way that Tom Coughlin blew him off in his goodbye press conference where John Mara stood up and wanted to shake his hand, give him a hug or something, and Coughlin just walked right by him. So, okay, he ruined that. And now this and and he'll get he'll get every sort of pass in the world because he's John Mara and that name carries a lot of weight as it should and he was there for the last two Super Bowl championships and front and center and all that stuff uh but i mean if this clown show is still continuing with now we're going to start Eli after this and and McAdoo and Jerry Reese are still there i mean are are no longer there to make those decisions and it falls in the lap of one man who still remains so <laughs> We'll see, but the the Giants, to me, if you made that decision to move away from Eli Manning, well, then stick to it for crying out loud. Yeah, I, I I I I don't get it. This doesn't jive. It makes no sense. If that you had all the brains there at the time that said this is the way to go, the only one left standing who was uh, part of that decision, John Mara, is now saying, okay, we're going back to Eli. Really? 
That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there's a lot of names that are being thrown out there, and just some of them are just ridiculous. Like, we got to give up with some of these names. Like, give my me one. God, Nick Saban? Nick Saban's not leaving Alabama. It's unbelievable Stop. how Nick Saban's name is coming He's out. He's not leaving Alabama. Brian Kelly? Brian Kelly's not leaving Notre Dame. But why would Brian Kelly be a... I don't know. Whatever. Um, Let's see. What else do we have here? You can't be serious with this. <laughs> I mean, they've got they've got Chiano on the list. This is this oh. can't be right. Top, wait, this cannot be right. This guy cannot be for real. This they stop. would wear Greg Chiano. So there was one out that, that Mikey NFL B. Level. There was one. There was a, a, a link that Mikey B. sent out yesterday. It was a Daily News link. I looked at that one. That had Saban on there. It had Sean Payton on there, which was one that I. I mean, obviously, it makes sense. Now, there was a point where the last couple of years, I was like, how good of a coach is he? Because that team, they can't figure out the defense and what the hell's going on. But obviously, they're great. They figured it out. This year. But they actually have on this list on NJ.com. I'm not kidding you. Paul Christ. <laughs> you put that out there. Look. <laughs> you put that out there. <laughs> Why? What? At least I have a quarterback. That's, what are you kidding me? <laughs> Paul Christ. Oh, my God. Well, I don't know. Doug Marone. Well, he was gonna, he'd leave Jacksonville. So he's going to leave Tom back. Coughlin and, and go to, come to New York. What if they hired Shiano? How about that? I don't. I don't see that happening. I don't. I don't, I don't think he would last as the head coach in the pros. Uh-huh. Uh, he has one of those surly we know that's attitudes. Uh, that I don't think it w- is conducive to a to an NFL locker room. Let me get this other link up and throw out a couple more names here. It's just crazy. No, I, I, I could see Bill Cowher. The people's throwing. Bill Cowher's not coming he's back in, to coach because he's in New York. Oh, he's not coaching. Get a, give it up. I'll just say this: he's not going to not coach anymore. He's done. Let me just say this. <laughs> It's over. I'll say this. Forget about it. Josh McDaniels. Mm, okay. Does he get another bite at the apple after it didn't work out at Denver? Maybe so. David Shaw. I don't think David Shaw would leave the Stanford Cardinal, but uh, that's a good choice. Mike Smith, a Bucks defensive coordinator. Mm, uh-huh. No. Nope, nope, nope. Didn't work former, out for former him. Falcons. Right, coach. yeah. And remember, they were trying to preach toughness there, and 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 you, you're selling toughness. We're gonna be no, and it didn't work out. And this team here, the Giants, all about toughness. Well, at least they used to be. Terrell Austin. Where's he now? He's with the Miami Lions as their defensive oh, coordinator. Oh, defense yeah, damn, look good. Hmm. And then John John Fossil. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Wow. No. I, I like the David Shaw pick, but I, I'm not so sure he is dead set on getting into the NFL. I know he coached in the NFL as an assistant, and he was there with Harbaugh at Stanford. And then, of course, he moved up to the head coach position once Harbaugh went to the 49ers. Uh, I like that one. That would be the – of the, everyone you just mentioned there, he would be uh, top of the list. Okay. What about Jim Harbaugh? Man. That's a PDB suggestion. I did not see that in the article. He did pretty well. What do you think? He did pretty well in the NFL. Would this be a time to strike while the iron's hot? 
Yeah, but he's striking in other ways at other people right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh yeah. That would probably That's if called I could, a tease. If I could get <laughs> if I could get Jim Harbaugh, I'd get Jim Harbaugh. The two the two the coaches that I would think would really legitimately excite the fan base would be Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Those would be the two. Yeah. The other ones are just unrealistic. I mean, I think Harbaugh is more realistic than Saban. Saban's not leaving. That's not that shouldn't even be on the on our breath. <laughs> on our breath. Don't even mention saving. Shouldn't be on your tip of your tongue. Shouldn't be on any part of your tongue. Well, now that I find out I was a sun devil, come on. <laughs> I don't want to be here. Right. Save is not leaving Alabama. So man. I'm going to go and be a giant because yeah. a giant's better than a devil. Okay. Devil's Digest, huh? Yeah. Okay. Call Herm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we'll see. Who do you want, Mike? Tom Sula. <laughs> <laughs> and Joan and payroll. <laughs> you yeah. have to come. He'll he'll know everyone in the facility. Uh, Jim Tom Sula. Joan and payroll. Oh, mm-hmm. he wouldn't last a day. <laughs> Jim Tom Sula in New York would be the greatest the thing. Make a make a run at, at Jim Harbaugh, but I don't believe he's leaving. <laughs> he's like Tom Sula on the subway and stuff. <laughs> it's a uh... Miss McAdoo. <laughs> I miss, uh-huh. I miss that guy. Shaw or Harbaugh? Harbaugh or Shaw? Peyton? Peyton? Who? And Har- I'm not, yeah, Sean. <laughs> you know Jim. who? Peyton, Peyton. Peyton. Yeah, the, Peyton. The Saints head coach yeah. and Harbaugh. Those two would be awesome. You can say Peyton. Peyton. There you go. Peyton. 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 There! Oh! Oh! Ding, 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 ding. Good job. Thank you. Coming right back. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, <laughs> this is the 15th time you've asked this. Who was it? She's a, she's a model and an actress, mm. and it's it's bogus. As I lay off, but the bogus is the number one fan. You know, oh, okay. I'll have a couple other ones. You know, I introduced, I'll, I'll stay claim to Katya. I found right. her. But Alexis Wren. Alexis I think Wren. Yeah, that's definitely well. another one of mine. But but for you it's it's Radikowski. Yeah. And she just recently did a photo shoot that just claimed my heart where she is basically wearing lingerie mm-hmm. and eating Italian food. Oh, mm. not eating it, Greg. Well, both. Wearing it. Eating it. Bathing in it. She's like sopping up sauce on her with garlic bread and I'm like hmm. is this not the greatest thing I've ever seen? Who's wasting that food? Oh, ain't no waste. That's a waste of food. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> I mean, look how she's eating that spaghetti. Yeah, exactly. I know. Just like point pouring bolognese over her head. (laughs) I'm just like, this doesn't get any better. You know, Radikowski on when and how I want to share my sexuality. She was she was covering up herself with instead of like pasties, it was gnocchi. Veal cutlets. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> twirling them on her fingers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess it's part of like a, an advent calendar or video calendar. So there's a there's a series of these videos with, with other beautiful women. Really? And they're all doing I, not as bizarre as this. Oh, is this the one with Kendall Jenner's doing yeah, something too? Yeah, she's boxing. Somebody okay. else is working out. And I then she that, goes yeah. for spaghetti. Oh, she's that was the, the wild card. She's the greatest. So she not really all of them is. are wasting food. No, Brian. Okay. <laughs> this is surprising. Sure. That, so we've, we've made a determination on the Brian Jones hierarchy. Food actually beats out women. Can't it's waste amazing. food. It's absolutely amazing. Not so now lot. we know. Wow. 
I really didn't think anything could reel you in from yeah. from like yeah, hotness and sex, but apparently it's don't waste, waste food. food. I know. I, th- I just thought it was absolutely. She's like grabbing Bucatini needles, <laughs> swinging it around like a lasso. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get any better than that. I think it's the, of all the foods you could choose for me to be like, yeah, it would be that. All of that stuff, mm. you know. Because everything, it's all the stuff I'd be with Brian. Like, ah, oh, it's messy. It's weird. But you got the Italian spaghetti. Food. Oh, the Italian. Because you mean Italian food. It's like that's the oh, be all end. Right. Oh, yo, really? Uh, oh, now you're in. Yeah. Yeah. We. I've seen every picture. Every, oh, you seen I could, every I picture? I can probably give you the date on that picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the context. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. what's the timeline? Yeah. Of this oh, photo? March. March fifteenth. Yeah. Using a Canon 45 with this exposure. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Damn. Yeah. Mm, go on, girl. You've mm. seen her a million I times. I am like, not. And her name is Radikowski. It's like 57 letters. We've got I have not so seen her a million you times. Have. You have. I've oh. showed you pictures of her. I haven't seen this picture. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, yeah. That's really I'm not seeing that. I showed. I mean, I showed you one where there were like sand handprints on her right butt cheek. Oh well, sorry. Now, if it's female spray, yeah, we're all we're all in love with that. No, no. no. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I have a husband. <laughs> What's her boy's name? He couldn't appreciate this. Is that what you're telling? You? Good. More for me. Wow, that is a nice pick. One cheek in, one out. That is great. In the water, right? Yeah, man. Oh, I wish I was a rock. Uh, Just okay. don't ruin the rigatoni. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful pig. Look at, man, see, that is just wrong. Why do they do this to dudes? The only thing that's missing on there is a little bit of burrata. <laughs> Big old turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big old turkey. Oh. Me and Emily and a turkey. Uh, turkey. We're going to make a family. <laughs> it's, it's good. <laughs> Is that Herm or Coop? I can't even tell anymore. Between the two, we should the same person. <laughs> oh my god, we, we gotta if, do a mashup. Yeah. If you guys, if if now I know, I Pete gets upset when I ask <laughs> him to go above and beyond Give him homework, right? But if Mike, because he's more committed to these causes, if if Mike, you wanted to do like a fake press conference with the questions. <laughs> From the Arizona State people and Coop's answers, that could be possibly the funniest thing we've ever played. But it's, it, it's good. It's up, it's up to you guys. Yeah, we want to get digest, huh? We, we want to get, get, get Coop's take on the devil. It's got to be good. I mean, he's all from. He's from... Had, had, enjoy all the trimming, <laughs> especially on the big old turkey. He's, Devil's he's, digest, huh? He's got to be a, a die in the wool Christian. He's from the <laughs> South, man. Come on. <laughs> God, that'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about recruiting, <laughs> Coach Coop? <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> For Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway. But this I, is wrong, man. Y'all shouldn't. It's only if you have time, Mike. You don't have to go out of your way. Yeah. Oh, no, I can do it. I don't know if... Uh, Today it's or this more for this show it might be difficult. okay. No, that's fine. You know, no. you know, you got some time day. after the show. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Right. Right. Thanks for ruining that for me, bogus. Making me look at that picture. I'm done. You done? I'm now? over it. That was okay. nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, bogus. You got an update for us? <laughs> I do. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals built a 17 nothing lead on the Steelers on Monday Night Football, but let 
Pittsburgh rally. Roethlisberger looking around, checks it down to a wide-open Le'Veon Bell. Goes into a high-stepping routine, runs it into the end zone, touchdown. and it's a touchdown. They never pushed the him Bengals out of bounds. thought he was out of bounds. Oh, my God. Never pushed him out. Oh, my They God. had two defenders at the 20-yard line, and they let him just walk down the sideline for an easy score. Oh, my God. And Bell just as surprised <laughs> as Dan Horde and Dave Lapham on Bengals Radio. They probably thought I was going to run out of bounds. You know, when I end up staying in bounds, they like kind of moved out of the way. And then I just stayed on my feet and just ran to the end zone. Like, probably one of my easiest touchdowns I've ever had in my life. The score got Pittsburgh within 17-10. They won 23-20 in Cincinnati on Chris Boswell's 38-yard field goal as time expired. They've taken six straight meetings, nine of the last ten. Overall, the Steelers have won seven straight to keep pace with New England atop the AFC. And the good news continues this morning with Ryan Shazier's back injury being called unofficially a spinal cord contusion. Things looked much worse when the Steeler linebacker was stretchered off the field, taken to the hospital after a first-quarter collision. Shazier's legs appeared limp that entire time on the field. A one-game suspension for Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski for Sunday's vicious late hit on Bills corner Tredavious White. So the Memphis Grizzlies finally won again last night, 95-92 over the T-Wolves. That ends their 11-game losing streak and is their first victory since firing David Fisdale. Marcus Saul then got a little carried away on his post-game interview on Fox Sports Southeast. Now we got to put together, um, you know, more games and more wins, and guys getting used to having a little more confidence with the ball in their hands and, uh, and get used to playing together. So, um, you know, overall, we won't. It's got to feel really good, Mark. Congratulations on the win. Okay. Yes. Oh, wow. Wow. It's, it's got to feel great, Mark. Thanks. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Man. Amazing. All right. Gasol had 21, seven boards, and five assists in the win. The Cavalier win streak is 12 after rolling through Chicago, 113-91. The Spurs got by the Pistons, 96-93. Boston, 111. Milwaukee, 100. The Pacers thumped the Knicks, 115-97. And the Warriors turned a 20-point halftime hole into a 125-115 win in New Orleans. But Steph Curry left the arena on crutches with a sprained right ankle. X-rays negative. It was nasty looking. In MRI today. Clippers guard Sean Livingston suspended one game. Referee Courtney Kirkland won't work this week after they bumped foreheads, arguing <laughs> Sunday in Miami. The league partly blaming Kirkland for stepping towards Livingston. Florida State took out fifth-ranked Florida, 83-66. Number 23, Baylor beat Sam Houston State, 84-56. Goal number 20 for Alex Ovechkin in the Capitals. 4-1 defeat of the Sharks. And Sunil Gulati says he will not run for re-election as president of U.S. soccer. He's been in charge for the last 12 years, the latest fallout from missing the World Cup. Boys? Elsa Hosk is in that same calendar that had Ratajkowski and the spaghetti in it. Who's she? She's our new friend. Remember? Did you meet her, Ryan? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That was last week, was it? Yeah, it was. Oh. Yeah, she was. She was. Does here. she have food? Drink no, she's over? just doing um, weightlifting. Doing? Right, yeah, oh. weightlifting. Some let's, curls. Let's couple, see, couple curls. See, if she has good technique. Have you guys seen the new internet craze? By the way, which is the invisible box challenge. Have you seen this? No. So it's people pretend to step on an imaginary box. That seems to be making people excited. See, look here. This is what, this is, what is it playing? See that <laughs> reaction? Brian Jones make a noise. Brian Jones Why instant is that reaction. A trend. 
Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. That's stupid. People seem to like it. Yeah, I'm still stuck on Zay Jones getting off oh, the yeah. ground in Kansas City, like belly right. belly straight up off his toes. It doesn't make any sense still to me. Yeah, the, Somebody's I, playing us. I don't know. I, and other people have tried to do that, apparently. And they can't, Since? Yeah, they can't do it. There has to be some sort of glitch there with the camera. I can't. I don't think so. I've never seen anything like that. Humans can't move like that. No, they cannot. Oh, that's the question, Greg. That's manufactured. Right. Is he a human? Is he a human? I don't know. Are they finally here? <laughs> well, they gotta, they gotta have, if they are, they got to do better than four pa- fantasy points on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesus they can't Christ. blow their cover. <laughs> He's got to lay low now. <laughs> Why did you give them a taste of what we could do? <laughs> you must suck this weekend against the Patriots. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, LeVar Ball doing real damage to his children now. We're coming right back. Keep up with the latest on the show on Twitter at Geo and Jones. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Coming up at the top of the hour, Gary Stoken. That's the way you say it, right? I remember having Gary on. They be Stoken. And worried about how to pronounce his name. Gary Stoken will yeah. be joining us. He is the CEO mm-hmm. of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, and he mm-hmm. brought us no Chick-fil-A and no peaches. <laughs> well, I don't know what we're getting out of this. I know what he's getting out of it. I don't know what we're getting out of it. Man, I had one Saturday after the— A peach uh, or a uh, Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. Okay. Uh, I was searching for a peach, but I, I got Chick-fil-A instead— uh, after a halftime, uh, they're at the uh, Mercedes Dome, which is pretty damn nice. And oh, it was so good, G. Mm. I mean, I can taste it right now. That's how good that Chick-fil-A sandwich was. Oh, smashed that bad boy. It was nice and warm. It just melted in my mouth. Oh, it was All I needed was Radikowski there to, <laughs> to feed it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, it was so good. And, and so Stoken shows up here empty-handed. Yeah, That's what you're telling me. I mean, come on. Huh? You're Gary Stoken. Dude, you show up with something. You know, this is a tremendous opportunity we're giving him here to be on third TV time. This I, is the third installment of the Stoken the segment. Third time we've had him on. Second time in studio. One time by phone. Greg, you were not here. Okay, but Andrew was. Third time. Third time for Stoken. We got nothing. Nothing. More like joking. Yeah, Stoken. You be joking, and we're gonna be poking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stop right there. It's too weird. <laughs> So, LeVar Ball... Oh, speaking of weird, yeah, perfect segue. Well, I think he's doing real damage to his kids now. Now, well, I, there was... There's a time, and I still, when I see him getting interviewed, I still think the guy can play anybody like a fiddle and what he's trying to do. But, you know, at this point, I know he's got a big, expensive house. At this point, whatever business model he has for these kids, it better end up working. Because he is now homeschooling LaMelo Ball, took him out of high school. He just now pulled LiAngelo Ball... The ball brother who was caught in China shoplifting and was on suspension pulled him out of UCLA and said that he's going to remain homeschooled and he'll prepare him better for the NBA at home. I can prepare my boy better. Well, and and this is why this one really, really annoys me. So if you look into the ball family, Lonzo is clearly the most talented at this point because he's the oldest. He's a Laker. He's a first-round draft choice. There's no doubt about it. LaMelo, they think, still young but still think a lot of talent for him, and he could pan out. Leangelo, the middle one, by his own admission, LeVar Ball, going to be difficult for him to 
get into the NBA, not as talented as the other guys. Leangelo Ball, on the backs basically of his name and his brothers, got a full ride to UCLA. A full ride to go to class, to learn, to get a degree from a place that he'd be playing basketball at when maybe he's not even good enough to do so by all accounts. And LeVar Ball is going to pull him out of that free education that he could get Based on basketball, so his, his is name. free. He didn't earn it, right? Well, you think it's on the strength of, I of do, his brother? And we've seen this before. I do. I do Package think so. deals. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just judging what people say. Yeah. Uh, the, the scouts and everybody else, and mm-hmm. even Lavar has said it. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna on the this free education that he ended up getting here that he, he could have done anything with. You know, spent more time concentrating on that, gotten a degree, and done whatever he wants. You're gonna pull him out. And then now focus on him getting to the NBA when he's got no shot. It's just horrible for him. He's doing real damage to his kids. And I'm not a Leangelo Ball fan because this idiot went over to China, acted like a moron, probably should still be there behind some, you know, uh, just some, some jail cell and wherever the hell. But I am, um, this one annoys me, really annoys me. Uh, I, I don't know if whether or not Leangelo could have uh, made it to the NBA. I have not seen his game at this level. Of course, no one has. And... I think more so than you know the athletic ability, I think in this instance, LeVar is doing his son a disservice because he has now removed him from the punishment uh, which he was serving under at, there at UCLA for the crime he committed in a foreign country. So what, is, what type of message does that send to your son? Uh, I, I, I thought that UCLA, once they got back here, they handled this extremely well. They punished him. They they punished all the, the parties, the three young men who were involved in this deal, indefinite suspensions. I thought that was warranted. You handled that properly. Now, what you did there in China, uh, it's water under the bridge, but not so much. Here, LeVar Ball is just definitely showing his son that, hey, if things don't go our way, we'll go away. The big baller brand will bail on UCLA and we'll do our own thing. Now, is education important to you or is it more getting your son to the NBA? And it, from all reports, it seems like they want to go the route of uh, the International League or something of that sort. And I don't even know if that's a viable option. Maybe LeVar Ball knows a little bit more about the basketball atmosphere outside the United States than I do. Uh, Darius Alfakadosh, uh, maybe they'll come a calling. Who knows? Uh, but th- there is a name for this young man. I would say even though he hadn't played one minute of regular season college basketball, his name is probably global because of the incident there in China. So maybe there are some international entities that would say, yeah, we'll take on this dude because he's going to give us instant media coverage because of his missteps in China and because of the loud mouth that his father possesses who spoke his son, his older sons, uh, into the NBA, spoke him that into existence his NBA career. Uh, so who knows where they go from here, but I don't like the move considering the guy was serving in an indefinite, indefinite suspension. Now he's out from underneath that, and he can go on and do whatever it is he wants to do. Yeah, and I think the UCLA should probably be thrilled about this. Oh, they should. They should be. Thank you. We are out of the, the LeVar, LeVar Ball business. This is great for us. We can focus just on our basketball team. That's wonderful. And I think they're sitting there behind closed doors like, yes, thank you. And I would be surprised if LaMelo ends up going there still at this point with all the crap that's going on yeah. with them. 
And there's also now a LeVar Ball media policy that the Lakers have put in place where media members are no longer allowed to go to where the family and friends section is in the part of the arena because that's where LeVar ends up giving all these interviews. So they're trying to get him away from that. And I don't mind his bravado and his in-your-face stuff and the media that he does. That stuff doesn't bother me at all. I mean, there's so many people like that today. It's just, and it's, it's working for him. But when he's actually taking away opportunities from his children, the ones that I was lauding him for, putting him in a position to succeed and how it was working because the oldest, we couldn't do better than that. I was lauding him for that. And now he's screwing it up. Now he's getting, he's getting too big for his own good. And he thinks that he's the smartest man in the room when he's turning out to be not even in the right. room. Now, and, and, and UCLA, kudos to them for not bowing to the pressure of LeVar Ball. I'm, I'm sure this he first went to them and said, hey, I'm thinking about taking my son out of school. Uh, and, and, and they didn't give in to the pressures of him removing his kid from that program. Uh, they said it's an indefinite suspension. We're sticking with that, and you can do – what you want with your son, but uh, he's not going to play for the time being. And and so they didn't give in, and they moved forward, and I'm sure they're gleeful there uh, in, in the halls of that school, of that uh, basketball facility. They, they couldn't be more thankful that they have uh, removed themselves from this situation with LeVar Ball. Yeah, and he'll find a way to get his name out there. Nobody's going to be able to stop him from doing that, especially with today's uh, abilities for anybody to basically hold your own press conference at any point that you want. Uh, But they're gonna there's going to be a lot of things in place where, and eventually it'll run out. Like eventually, the interest in him will run out a little bit, just because it it won't. It just won't be as interesting. But it's going to take a while. Yeah, let's see how this plays out with. Leangelo, if this guy, you know, if he gets a landing spot and he actually performs well, that's another huge feather in the cap of LeVar Ball. And speaking of the reality show that they're involved in. Well, that's going to be it because that's going to have to be Leangelo's income at this point if you pull him out of college and he's not good enough to play in the NBA. This is another uh, storyline for them. This is a whole other storyline. Okay, how does this end? For the, for Leangelo yeah. now. I mean, people have said that the balls are the basketball male equivalent of the Kardashians, and I really do think that LeVar Ball is trying to model himself after that because that TV show the Kardashians have is just insanity, the money they make. So I really think yeah. that he's looked at that model and been like, okay, this is what we need to do. And I hope it works out for the kids, to be honest with you, because right now LeVar is making some bad decisions for them. We'll see if it works out. Gary Stoken. Empty-handed. Thank you. Gary Stoken. Mikey B, you supposed to ask for some Chick-fil-A or something, man. He is the CEO of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. We're going to talk some college football with him and probably yell at him a little bit, too. Gio and Jones coming right back. CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.